0: take a quick minute and welcome you to the first ever leadership podcast from Prairie Lakes Church, Fort Dodge. If you're tuning in with us, uh, you are a high capacity volunteer around here. You're, you're, you're a leader of leaders at Prairie Lakes Church, and we're excited to be uh, growing with you and serving with you. And we just want to say welcome uh, to the podcast. Our goal, our vision for uh, this uh, th- this leadership podcast is is to at least send out two podcasts a month, uh, and the first podcast is going to be something that's original. It's going to come from a PLC staff member and or a volunteer, and then the second uh, the, the the second podcast is going to come from. We're going to share. Uh, uh, a podcast, maybe by Craig Rochelle or Andy Stanley or uh, another leader or another church. Um, we we want, uh, and, and that podcast is to do a couple of things: one, to share some really good content with you, uh, but two, to also um, make it simple for you to to follow leaders that maybe you're not already following. Um, and and really, honestly, that we're going to choose these uh, these podcasts um, b- because we've listened to them, we've heard them. Somebody shared them with us, and. They challenged our leadership. They developed, help us develop our leadership, and we wanna we wanna make sure we pass them along to you. We think it'd be a crying shame if we didn't, if we just kept them to ourselves. So, what you can expect at a bare minimum uh, is twice a month uh, you're gonna receive uh, a podcast from us. Uh, the first one uh, will most likely be an original podcast from uh, from us, and the second one will be something we share. Uh, so we're we're looking forward to that. So now that you know what we're doing, I wanna share with you a little bit of why like i said, you're you're a uh, you're a high capacity volunteer. You're a leader of leaders here at Prairie Lakes Church. Uh, we believe in who you are and what you do, and and we're grateful for your partnership and in the kingdom and continue to move the needle forward in ministry uh, here in Fort Dodge. And uh, we know that uh, um, great leaders want to grow. We know that great leaders want to be challenged. We know that great leaders want to uh, want to be developed. Uh, and so we want to uh, we want to continue to come alongside you and and help you um, be inspired, help you grow, help you develop. We want to answer some of the questions that uh, it, just in that growth process that you've been asking. How do I get better? What can I do? What who could I listen to? What could I read? And so that's uh, that's the why uh, why behind this podcast. And uh, as as you continue to listen, as as we continue to share with you. Uh, we believe uh, that we're all going to grow. Craig Rochelle says this: when the leadership, when the leader gets better, every, everybody, everyone, everybody wins. Everybody gets better, and so we believe that. Uh, we believe that for ourselves. We believe that for you. And so that's the why behind what we're doing. Uh, but but before we jump in and, and really kind of get to uh, a, a leadership principle today, or kind of some encouragement uh, today, I, I just want to level set here uh, with you. I we to I understand. Uh, that th- this, this is what we believe. This is, uh, uh, we, we believe we'd be making a mistake if, if we didn't level set this way with you. And this is something that we level set with ourselves on a regular basis as, as a pastoral staff here uh, at, at PLC Fort Dodge. And it's simply this. We can't, uh, nor should we uh, uh, ever, focus on growing our leadership before, uh, before we uh, increasingly love and obey Jesus. Let me say that again we we can't nor should we ever uh, focus on growing our leadership before w- we we focus on increasingly loving and obeying Jesus. Jesus needs to be first and that i I, I think sometimes we uh, we we beat ourselves up when we have that thought or when we hear somebody else say that that we need to love Jesus first. we need to pursue him first um or 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 we'll water it down and and we'll think things like, well, when I when I increase my leadership, when I develop my leadership, when I grow my leadership, then then I am I, I I'm doing what God wants me to do. I'm I'm being the best of me, and I'm the best of me is gonna uh, is gonna lead more people to Jesus. Sure, there's some truth in that, but but here, here's here's the real myth, and I've and I've been there, church friends, leaders, I've been there. I I, I believe the myth that if I become better. If I, if I grow my leadership and my influence, then I'm, then I'm going to be the best man. I'm going to help other people find Jesus and, and, and follow Jesus. But here's what I miss. And here's what we miss. We miss the opportunity to first, catch this, to first pursue Jesus. When we're pursuing him first, when we're putting him first, when we're giving him first, we're going to be better positioned. Always, we're going to be better positioned to not only increasingly love and obey him, but we're going to be better positioned for him to increase our leadership, for him to grow, for him to prune, for him to harvest the fruits that are in our leadership. So we need to put him first, but we're not putting him first so that our leadership grows. We need to understand that. If we're putting him first, so that our leadership can grow, we're not putting him first for the right reasons. In in John chapter six, there's a uh, an, an amazing principle that Jesus tells a crowd, and I want to share this with you. It, it, some of you, depending upon where you listen to this podcast, might actually find might uh, might actually open up your Bible or go to uh, your your UVersion app. But John chapter six, if, if if you're not able to do that right now, I want to I want to just take you on a little. On a little uh, journey, the John chapter six begins with Jesus feeding the five thousand. And after Jesus feeds the five thousand, he uh, he he sends his disciples away. Uh, there there and and he goes to uh, he withdraws and he goes to uh, the mountain by himself to pray. And, uh, and when he sends his disciples away, they, he he sends them into a boat and to, to go across the lake of Capernaum. And, and soon uh, after he is done on the mountain, uh, being by himself and spending time with God, he walks on water to go be with his disciples uh, and, and, and to meet them. So many of us know those two stories. So that, that's just happened. And uh, Jesus is with his disciples now. They're in the boat. They reach the other side of the lake. And when they do... The crowd had followed him. The, the crowd of 5,000 had followed around the lake and they, they meet up with him there. And they say, hey, Rabbi, what, when did you get here? In verse 26, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, you are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Church, we, we can't, leaders, we can't want to get better. so that we, we can't want to spend time with Jesus so that we can become better leaders. We have to want to spend time with Jesus because he's Jesus. Jesus says this in verse 27, do not work for food that spoils, but for, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. On him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, the crowd asked this, what must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent, to, to pursue him first. To to work just like we would at anything else, diligently, with integrity, with purpose, with fervency. It's something we enjoy. It's something we yearn for. It's something that helps us find our purpose. It's something that glorifies him. To work, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Leaders, that's what we need to do first. And always. We need to love God first. And we get to do that because he first loved us. Before we put any emphasis, before we we yearn, before we actually take a step to grow our leadership, we must, we must make sure that our first decision is to work to believe in the one he sent. We can't uh, just believe the myth that if we increase our leadership if we grow our leadership we're going to be we're going to be better people and we're going to be leading more people to Jesus we must instead first first work to believe in the one God sent his one and only son Jesus that's first and foremost so now now you know what's going to happen we're going to send these podcasts out monthly now you know why we're doing it And now we all together have a clear understanding that we can't first just desire to increase our leadership. We must, and we must always, before we want to grow as a leader, work to believe in the one God sent, his one and only son, Jesus. All right, now that we're on the same page, I I, I want to share uh, just this Uh, the the simple principle, the simple uh, value with you. And it's still in line of this idea of work. But it's in addition to working to believe in the one God sent, his one and only son, Jesus. Why why would we also work on, on developing our leadership? Why should we? Can't things accidentally just happen? Isn't it isn't it possible that the the more I do, the better I'll become? You know, over time, repetition. Isn't it isn't it possible that the more I'm just around good leaders, I'll just grow? And 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 I would and I would agree. I would say yes to some of those. But here's here's the truth, no different than working to believe the one whom God sent, has one and only son Jesus. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you do know his one and only son, Jesus. You, 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 have, you have said yes to him. You, you, you at one time put your, your, your faith in his hands. You believe in who he is. You put your life in his hands. You believe in who he is. But it doesn't stop there. Again, we need to continue to work to believe. And not just that one moment, But day to day, as life continues to bump into us, that we would be filled, like Pastor John has talked about, that we'd be filled to the fullness of the measure of God, Ephesians chapter 3. And so, similar to that, leadership, we as leaders, yes, we have the the title. Yes, we have a position. Yes, other people see us as leaders. And every once in a while, we might get lucky enough to, to grow because we're around good people, or we, we heard something once, but we need to have this discipline to work on our leadership, just like we have the discipline to work on believing in Jesus. Why is that though? In in Hebrews chapter 12, Paul, who we assume is the writer of Hebrews says this, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, working to believe, right? The author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And moving on down to verse seven, Paul says this, endure hardship as discipline, God is treating you as sons and daughters. For what son is not disciplined by his father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are illegitimate children and not true sons. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of our spirits and live? Working to believe in God and his son Jesus, that's discipline working to improve our leadership and continue to to grow as leaders, increasingly increasing our love and obedience of God and increasing our leadership capacity. Doing those two things independently and yet simultaneously, those are both disciplines. We work to increase our love and obedience for God because we want to be more like him and his son Jesus. We want to model after him we work to increase our leadership because we want to impact and influence more people based off of the positions and the skills the gifts that God has given us but work is discipline and and Paul gives us this image in chapter 12 of his of his book to the Hebrews to the church us today we can take this same application like a runner like an athlete who who is is running the race that is set out before them. It's work. You can't just wake up in the morning and put on your running clothes and your running shoes and go out and do it. There's training that happens. There's, there's work that's involved. There's discipline. There's plans and processes and diets. It's discipline. In my many years of breeding and raising dogs, I'll get a text message or an email or a phone call and the person on the other end oftentimes will say, Hey, how do I, how do I get my dog to quit peeing in the house? How do I get my dog to retrieve the bird every time we're out in the field? How do I get my dog to just want to play fetch with me? Why won't my dog stay sitting? Why won't my dog? And then it just fill in the blank. Why does my dog fill in the blank? How can I get my dog fill in the blank? Work. Discipline. That's how. And usually when I respond to the the person, not usually, sometimes when I respond to the person that's asking asking the question, they'll follow it up with, oh man, I kind of knew that, but that's going to create a longer day for me. I already get home late. I'm already tired. I was hoping you'd have a simpler answer. I was hoping you weren't going to say that. And their response is marked by this lack of discipline. Their response is is marked by this this desire that there'd be this, just this simple process that that they could do that essentially there'd be this genie in a bottle that could grant them a wish that would make the process of, of helping the dog become better, simpler, or maybe their work wouldn't even be expected that the dog would just grow up to be great without their, without their leadership. Friends, that never happens. If you want a good dog, whether it's a house dog, a hunting dog, if you want a good dog, it's going to require work. Sometimes that's early mornings, Sometimes that's late nights. Sometimes that's the repetitious, basic training of sit here, stay over and over and over. Sometimes they're rowdy, they're reckless, and need somebody to put them in line to help them understand how to control their behavior and, and be the best that they possibly can. But it requires work on your part, the owner's part. It's no different for us with our leadership. If we want to get better, we've got to have this idea of an athlete who's running a race that's marked out for them. There's a path, there's a a purpose. God has something in store for you, both for the here and now and the future. And we can't just wake up in the morning with wishful thinking that it's just going to happen without our effort, without our work, without our discipline we have to, we must put our skin in the game. We must have a mindset that sets us apart. I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to be disciplined. Even if it means early mornings, late nights, or repetitious practice, before we ever lose focus of why we want to grow as a leader, we must be willing to always let the work of believing in the one whom God sent, his one and only son, Jesus, be first the reasons why we wake up early, stay up later, or find ourselves in repetitious patterns, consistently growing as followers of Jesus. As we grow in that discipline, as we grow in that work, I believe this. I believe we will grow in the work and discipline of being better leaders. So it's work to believe in the one He sent, and then work to be on the path, with the focus, with the vision in mind, to run the race that's designed for you, for me, run the race that's set out before us, so that we, as believers, as followers of Jesus, make the best influence the best impact that we can ever possibly make again the texts that i took you through were john chapter 6 and hebrews chapter 12 the basics are always basic sit here stay but leaders what would look different if in 2020 we sit we be still and remember That God is God. When we get out in our day and do what we do, go where we're supposed to go, we remember when the Lord says, Here, we come back, we go to, we move forward, we go to the right, to the left, we go wherever He says, Here. And when He says, Stay, we stay. What would happen if in 2020, the work that we put forth to believe in the one whom God sent, his one and only son, what would it look like if we'd be okay with going back to the basics and becoming the best that we possibly could be and being obedient and increasingly loving and obeying Jesus first?